Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan where it feels like we're all in countdown mode. T-minus eight hours, and I think it's three minutes depending on the first pitch time. Till first pitch, game five of the World Series. Tonight's the kind of night that everything could change, Kevin. Oh, my goodness. Everything could change tonight. I hope Tomorrow morning, you can wake up and we'll all be billionaires. Wake up? I'll still be awake. What do you mean? Right now, brought to you by Ford and your North Texas Ford dealers. Ford is the best in Texas. It is our Dallas Cowboys insider, Mickey Spagnola. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Are you guys bracing for an all-nighter? Man, we Absolutely. we have talked about it. If the Rangers win tonight, there are a bunch of folks who are coming up to the studio, calling in, whatever. We're I might gonna, never sleep again. Yeah, we're going to just try to keep the Rangers party rocking all night long. Sounds right. It Absolutely <laughs> right. And, and I feel bad, Mickey. It, this has no reflection on you, is this is a humongous game coming up for the Cowboys. But I don't feel like I'm really fully invested in this game because of the World Series. Yeah, and, uh, you know, it could be over by the time the game gets there, so you'll come around, right? Mm-hmm. True. Yes. One yeah. way or another, the World Series will be over. One way or another. Yeah. Right. One game at a time. That's where I am right That's, now. Don't get ahead of yourself. <laughs> Although that was rather remarkable last night. Did you, Mickey, I know you've talked about this quite a bit going down to Houston. You grew up a White Sox fan. They won the championship in Houston, so you're able to watch that. Did you cry when the last out? Like, how emotional was it for you when your baseball team won a championship that I'm assuming, I don't know the White Sox history too well, but I don't know the last time they won a championship before that one. Uh, the last time they were in the World Series before that was 1959. Okay. I was not quite seven years old yet, okay. although I remember watching the games. But, yes, I did, uh, because I was there in Houston for that clinching game uh, that night. And uh, all I can think of was, uh, you know, my dad had passed away two years before that, and his entire life he was a White Sox fan, or at least when he got back from World War II. And uh, and he didn't quite make it to see him actually win. Although in 59, uh, short story, my uncle was working for a food company and he had a worker's pass for before the game to bring stuff into the stadium. And he gave my dad the pass. And when they were clearing everybody out, he went and hid in the bathroom and <laughs> stood for one of the game's standing room. So awesome. he could watch one of the games against the Dodgers. Yeah. That's that, awesome. That is phenomenal. Mickey, just a fun side note for you. I have a pair of ticket stubs to that World Series because my grandparents went. Oh, really? Yep. 
I've got a scrapbook of it, and I all I kept was pictures and the box scores, none of the stories. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, as we focus forward, I, I wanted to take at least one more quick look back at the last game for the Cowboys, and I was kind of curious your philosophy. I know we always hear, like, take what the defense is giving you, and I appreciate all that, but sometimes you just got to force the ball to your best players, right? No, I, I think so. And I think that when you design a, a game plan, you figure out, uh, you know, what's the best pass for your best wide receiver. Uh, and I think they design plays for uh, him to take advantage of some of the Rams' coverages uh, because, frankly, you know, when I watch other games and, and I see these receivers wide open and I'm going, well, why are the Cowboy receivers always seeming like they're having to make contested catches, right? Yeah. Well, in this game, he was wide open. And I think it had a lot to do with uh, play designs and taking maybe advantage of some of the shortcomings that the Rams secondary uh, would have. But uh, I think when when you come up with a game plan and everything's working, then, yeah, it looks like, oh, man, look how good my guy is. Well, he's always that good uh, when you're talking about C.D. Lamb. Uh, and and why not? You know, there, there, there's a reason why Michael Irvin used to catch 100 balls a season uh, because he was really good. And it wasn't like they were forcing it to him. Uh, that's just kind of how the plays uh, turned out. And then every once in a while when they decide the opponent, uh, I'm taking that guy away, well, then your other guy's got to step up. Uh, so we'll see what happens in this game because I'm sure that's going to be a defensive priority for uh, the Eagles to make sure that they don't get beat by C.D. Lamb. All right. Speaking of, on the other side, how do you stop A.J. Brown? I'm not sure. Neither <laughs> <laughs> is the rest of the league. Yeah. Right? I mean, it, it's it's just unbelievable how he gets open so much. Mm-hmm. And, and and I'm going back to what I was just talking about with C.D. It's like, how does he get – you know – how good he is, how does he get open like that? And and I don't know if it's play design. I realize he's good. Uh, and, and then the other thing I think you need to take into account uh, is is basically your self-scouting. Don't, don't think that, okay, my corner can take him. Well, if your corner can't, don't bluff yourself, right, into thinking, well, he's got to do that. You better do something uh, from your own self-scouting Uh, to know what you're capable of and what you're not capable of. And I always thought that was one of Jimmy Johnson's greatest uh, qualities, to be very honest with his evaluation of his own personnel and to say, I'm not going to ask that guy to do that. I don't think he's capable of it. you got to be honest about it and then make adjustments and not just say, well, this is my system and this is how we work. Uh, And I think uh, maybe teams get stubborn and and don't do that because – that guy is wide open so many times, and he's behind everybody so many times. It's unbelievable. It's like, well, have you not watched tape on this guy Well, on how he gets open? And then there's other times where you're like, how did he even catch that? He had two people all over him, and yeah. his, his contested catches are amazing too. Yeah, yeah, he's awfully talented. Um, I wonder if anybody in Tennessee is like having second thoughts. Yes, they should be. Yeah, they. I mean, like they. At one point, they (laughs) they were stacked, and they let all those receivers, those really strong, good receivers, go. Just amazing to me, and that's another case of (laughs) your inability to scout yourself. 
Yeah, I, I feel like that is that right there is what takes so many people down in sports is inability to scout yourselves. Uh, will you have the opportunity to talk any trash to Dak Prescott this week? Because Jerry Jones said, I want y'all to make him mad. It motivates him to be challenged. So could you say anything to motivate him in the hallways this week? I think he already started on Sunday night after the game, right? With the honey analogy, right? He said, if I'm fighting a bear, put the honey on me. (laughs) Which just feels like a poor strategy, right? I know know he was kind of making a metaphor, but it it, it feels like a poor strategy. Yeah, if you've ever seen a bear up close, right? Yes. (laughs) Although, and plus, Um, don't put honey on yourself. Why? Why Well, you know what? That's fine. I'll tell you what. I don't. I don't think he needs to be poked. I think, uh, as competitive as he is, it's one of his great qualities, uh, and confidence too. By the way, because you don't say that just to kind of bluff, right? You're saying, okay, let's go. You know, and I'm sure he remembers last year when he got to play against Philadelphia and they put up 40 points yep. uh, to win that game. Uh, so. Uh, I'm sure there's a level of confidence in him, and he's trying to make sure he instills that uh, in the rest of his guys. And, you know, you don't go in there tippy-toeing, right? And it's like, oh, let's see see if we can do this. No, you can't, you can't do that. You're only one game back in the loss column. And if you look at some of the stats, uh, a lot of things are, are comparable, like how good uh, the Eagles' offense is to how good the Cowboys' defensive is. Both teams are ranked number three in that in those categories. So uh, to me, yeah, it's a great clash. And uh, if you're a competitor, you're looking forward to this. You want to go up there and play the Eagles. And I'm definitely with you on that. And I'm with you about the stat thing. The one thing I, I, I'm curious about is how how important is it? All the games count the same except for the tiebreakers and stuff. How important is it for the Cowboys to take down a really great team because the only other example you really saw is they got punched in the face by San Francisco, whereas Philadelphia destroyed the Dolphins. So how, how important is that perspective of, Hey, yeah, we played a damn good team. And not only are we up at the top of our division, we beat them. Yeah. I, I think it's, it's huge for team growth. I think it's huge for team confidence. Uh, and I think at least at the very least, you got to feel like you left the game and you were competitive. Uh, that it was a close game even if you got beat. But I think uh, from a confidence standpoint in what you're doing, I I think it's huge to win uh, a game like that. I I mean, think about, you know, I don't know, but uh, think about what they probably did for the Jets to go and and beat the Eagles, right? Sure. Uh, To give them some confidence going forward. I think they've gotten to 500 now maybe when everybody thought they weren't worth a thing. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I think that has a lot to do with it. Uh, you know, you, you can't get destroyed uh, by a loss, but I think if you win a game like that, uh, I think it certainly helps you going forward. And if that's the case, have you been able to talk to the league about moving all of our games to AT&T Stadium since we just keep winning there? What, what can be done about that? winning it at home. Yeah, yeah, see if we can pull that off. That'll be uh, pretty good. But they get them again uh, later in the season at the AT&T Stadium. That is absolutely true. Thank you very much, good sir. Hopefully we're just having a big old party tomorrow when we talk to you. We can just talk baseball if that happens. Oh, Sounds I good. love it! I mean, I love football, but tomorrow's a celebration. If, 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 it if it happens. Thank you very much, Mick.
All right. See you guys. Have fun. Mickey Spagnola from DallasCowboys.com. So if there is the Rangers playing game six and or game seven, is there any way that the Rangers could petition Major League Baseball to have the Rangers? The road. Well, or just to bat first. <laughs> Do you think it's just batting first? I think the Rangers do Whoa. like fan support, but maybe you forfeit the batting last and you say, no, here's our home field advantage. We are leading off the game by hitting. That is an interesting philosophy. Hopefully we don't have to have that discussion. Also, I don't know if that's going to go anywhere with Major League Baseball. Do I you- don't know. It's just a plastic thing or whatever metal piece metal. of oh, metal. metal there are there's probably pieces of plastic on there too what do you, well, I, I do i am very like why are they so much better somewhere else uh, or uh, not just so much better but why are they so good somewhere else what is what is the defining thing about them so one of the things i've thought about with that is it does really feel like this team thrives when either the pressure is on or theoretically the chips are down you know, like you go into that Tampa Bay series, <laughs> it didn't get much lower than that, right? Mm-hmm. And they stepped up to the challenge. You go up to Baltimore. Baltimore's the number one seed, not looking good. They step up to the challenge. And then they run through the they run through everything they did with Houston and they have the advantage. And then it all falls apart. And then what does that t- team do? Rise up yet again. So I do think this team really thrives in the face of adversity or seemingly like negative spirits around. And I, I, the other part of that is in this is, I'm sure we're going to get. Oh man. Well, I just got, I, 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 mean, I feel like I'm getting ahead of myself, but I want the backstory on what they've done in that clubhouse from like, what was Bochy's hot dogs? Yeah, okay, hot dogs. Yeah, and Hedgie's butt. Like those are the things that are that are the things that are keeping this thing unified. But Hedgie's yeah. ass. My my apologies. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, the, is that that's what he said, Kevin? Yeah, he's uh, down to one. But what is the like? Where what was Bruce Bochy's speech at the beginning of the season that made these guys want to run through the wall? And how did he keep that thing connected all year? Because we never again. We never heard wearing the horns in Texas until he beat the Astros, you know? Like, there are things that I just, I don't know about this club that creates what you're talking about, that part where they just come together and say, we got this thing all all lined up. So I just, I want to know all those stories. And that's the, that's probably the best part of following a team that actually gets to that point because all those stories get told after it's done, right? That, I think you're spot on with that last part because we have asked, Bochi. We asked numerous people, especially early in the season in spring training, and all of them, for good reason, were like, yeah, I want to just kind of keep that in the clubhouse, but suffice it to say, like what Corey said, I was ready to run through the wall. Maybe if you do win it all, they're like, oh, the hell with it. I'll just tell you right now. Or something like that. Yeah. I was just thinking about my kid and kids and your kids and the kids that are probably not listening right now that the parents but when we were kids in the sick kids we i chose oda b mcdowell Mm -hmm. and then i chose ruben sierra yep and nothing against those guys i i still idolize those guys as a little kid falling in love with the rangers and the players you pick to be your favorite players but i'm just thinking about these kids, I hate doing this, but they they could possibly, if they're picking Josh Young as their guy or Corey Seager as their guy or Adolis Garcia as their guy or Evan Carter or whoever it is, they possibly are picking a champion 
and somebody that could be huge nationally, right? You know what I immediately thought when you said Odomi McDowell, and I know I'm sure you're probably thinking the same Steve thing Michelle, I was. Steve Pete O'Brien. Pete O'Brien. Those, you could not change my mind that Ruben Sierra was not the best player in baseball <laughs> when I was younger, or that Odomi McDowell and Pete O'Brien weren't the biggest names in the world. But nationally, they didn't matter. Like, they really yeah, didn't right. matter. But you might be in a case where you pick Evan Carter, Josh Young, Corey Seager, Adolis, whoever, where it's like, oh, yeah. You just find somebody, you're like, oh, I love Adolis, too. His passion in the ALCS and the Worlds, it's phenomenal. And, like, everybody knows them. I want this team to be celebrated tremendously. I want them to be celebrated, obviously, through all types of celebrations. And if they win, they will be, just like the 2011 Dallas Mavericks. But in a way... I also want, and I know it wasn't about Rolando Blackman and Mark Aguirre and Brad Davis in 2011. It was about Dirk and Terry and Kidd and, and the guys that were on that team. But I almost want the Rangers to make sure that, like, the 2010, 2011 yeah. Rangers, yeah. maybe the 90s Rangers, and I don't, I mean, it's, yeah, I just, I want this to be just a celebration of not only this 2023 team, but I want this to be just a celebration for all of us, like Rick and Burleson, who's listening right now, who's 65 years old, who made us cry when Kevin took a day off again, Yeah, is I want, I want that feeling of this is our 50-plus-year franchise yeah. being celebrated. Whether they do it or not, like I just have a feeling when the Rangers win, they're just going to show the Diamondbacks dugout for 30 minutes. On Fox, <laughs> but Smoltz. but I would. I'm really hoping Man. that they show like the so Rangers salty. celebrating instead of the other team and how they're feeling about it. For the KNC masterpiece right here on 105 through the fan. Coming up next, let's talk with the man in Arizona, Jared Sandler, right here on 105 through the fan. Now sets just above the belt and comes home. Swing and a drive into center field. Base hit for Jankowski. And a sliding stop by Thomas of sorts. Into score is Young and low. Heim goes to third. Jankowski's at second with a two-run double. And the Rangers lead 7 to nothing. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Right now, let's talk with the man who knows all of the things about the Texas Rangers. It is Jared Sandler. Good morning, sir. Good morning, guys. Are you are you still stuck in the grocery store cereal aisle, or are no. you out? No, I realized I probably needed to go back and see my wife before I left for the ballpark. I I was honestly, and I don't. She doesn't really check Twitter much, so this is probably news to her. But I mean, I was just going up and down the aisles. I I was staring, but I wasn't like staring because I was interested in buying anything. I was just like looking at all the different random options. Uh, and it was great because sometimes when I do that at a grocery store, I end up spending way too much money, but I really wasn't in a position to buy more than a bag or two full because I walked there, uh, and I was just able to actually take in all the ridiculous options of cereals and soups and, and oatmeals and snacks and stuff. Is that, I mean, I got to make some appointments when we get back from this trip. Now, as we head into Game 5, Bruce. You're at a five-star hotel next to a grocery store? That could happen. <laughs> yeah, it was a 10-minute walk away. We had, okay. we had a Whole Foods. Okay. A Whole Foods. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. They do not put those south of the Trinity. There you go. There it is. Bruce Bochy, great manager or the greatest manager? 
Man, I think you might be selling him short with both those options. That's really rude of you. Mm. Wow, what are you even thinking? How does he know how to yeah. start Andrew Heaney? How does he know that, yeah, if I put Jankowski here, he's going to have big opportunities and just come through a couple times for me? Guys, can I tell you something? It's really funny. Yes. The evolution of Mike Bassick discussing the Rangers through the, the uh, <laughs> realm of like decisions. Yeah, I feel like the last eight years – there's been a healthy amount of second guessing, which is that's going to happen. And that still has happened, you know, with Bruce Bochy, that's a part of the fun of, uh, you know, watching these games and, and the cadence of baseball allows you to make those, uh, you know, those uh, observations. But uh, it was almost like over the last few years, it's like, no matter what, if the Rangers zig, well, why didn't they zag? If they went left, why didn't they go right? But over the last couple months, I feel like Mike's just been like, Oh, right move. Like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Hey, Kevin Hagelin batting fourth, right move. Yeah. I mean, genius. How did how did we not think of it? You know, and I, I, I think sometimes people view a manager's uh, ability through a binary uh, scale of it either works and they're great or it doesn't and they're the worst. And I, I think sometimes people forget that managers aren't going to bat a thousand, but it just seems like way, way more often than not, he makes the right decision and he pushes the right button. And whether it's lineup decisions, uh, the way he navigated the bullpen, uh, both in the regular season when things were bad, but now creating a favorable situation in the postseason, or just his disposition on a daily basis when things looked like they were going south, uh, it has been a lot of fun to to witness the way he operates and what makes him so special as a manager. Did you did you like feel that Marcus Simeon was going to step up, knowing you know what this team needed last night? So Corey, there wasn't anything in the matchup, just because you didn't know what matchups he was going to have with a bullpen game, or anything in terms of like, hey, he was over the night before, but just scorched everything that would lead you to believe that. Other than just the the optimistic viewpoint of this guy is way better than how he's performed and he's due. Now, I will say his first at bat, he grounded out. It was a nice play by Geraldo Perdomo, but he hit the ball. I mean, he absolutely barreled the ball up, and it was a good at bat. He, he fouled off some pitches off the outer part of the plate and fouled them off down the right field side. He didn't roll over or pop them up in play, and he took some pitches. I thought it was a good at bat. But I mean, I didn't. No one. I didn't foresee five RBIs over the you know the next two innings, right? Uh, yep. And but you just you figured the guy was due, but there were there were no signs other than that. In my from my observations, they were like, yeah, he's on the cusp. There are so many things to love about this team. Somebody brought this up. We haven't talked about it yet. Did you love or did you see when Jose Leclerc grabbed that home run ball in the bullpen yes. and made sure to kiss it? <laughs> I didn't see it live. I saw it on Twitter last night. I, guys, I could barely sleep. Uh, I'm just watching highlights, reading stuff, trying to take it all in, and maybe I went too far with the lack of sleep that came from it. But I did see, I think it was around 3 in the morning is when I came across that clip, uh, and I thought that was really funny and uh, kind of fitting. I mean, that guy that guy's been a stud for this team. Uh, but, yeah, that was funny, and hopefully we get a few more opportunities for him to do that here tonight. How long did you go on the post-game show last night? You let me off at midnight. I was just wondering how long did you keep taking phone calls last night after that win? I think another 
I could be right. I want to say another 15 minutes. Uh, and then we, we closed up shop uh, in anticipation or preparation, hopefully, of a, uh, you know, a long one tonight. But, yeah, we, we went, I think, probably another 15 minutes. I could tell you were – you know, you had reached your pitch count. I wanted to make sure that <laughs> Thank you, you. Uh, Chris Young you gave know, the sign. He's like, cut it off. So let yeah, me, I, t- I could tell. let's say the thing happens tonight. And this is the final game of the Rangers 2023 season. What's the plan for Tolos listening right now? If they want to kind of celebrate all night with us, the Tolos, what's kind of your plan on having a post game show tonight? Well, my understanding is you said you would be in the studio until Sean and RJ and Bobby took over at 5.30 in the morning. Good job, uh, Mike. I've got an update yeah, about that. Team player right there. I believe uh, the morning show. Well, how long will you be joining me to? We'll start at 4.30 tomorrow. If the Whoa. thing happens, I will also come up to the studio tonight. I don't know for how long, though. Are they? Re- is that really true? Yes. Yes. That's the plan. Oh, wow. Uh I, Mike, I will stay on as long as I possibly can. I don't know. It's one of those things where I'm not asking any questions about what happens uh, beyond the stuff that, like, from a, 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 a broadcast standpoint, I need to know about. So I've never been through this. I don't know what the, the cadence would be. Um, but I will be on with you as long as I can because I would be, and I mean this very sincerely, um, I would love the opportunity uh, to share this potential accomplishment with uh, with our listeners and with Rangers fans who have been on this journey for however many years, you know, it's been for each of them, but also with you because we have shared a lot of time in that booth together and have shared so many baseball conversations and getting to, to share that with you would be really, really cool. So I will be on with you as long as I can. Have you ever happy cried for a oh, sports yeah. victory? I cried by myself in Great Falls, Montana. I've never been to Glacier National Park. The one day before the uh, the Pioneer League season in 2011, uh, where everyone on the Great Falls Voyager staff went to Glacier National Park, I did not. And I was in one a random guy's apartment because I didn't have TV watching Game 6 in 2011 of the NBA championship. And I sat there by myself in the final couple minutes just crying. Like, not like crying you know just like tears were flowing and thinking about you know whether it was going to games with my dad when I was little or my brothers and thinking about Dirk and everything he had been through uh so yes it's happened and uh it will almost certainly happen again uh here if the Rangers can get a win over their next three games well and don't forget you know tonight after a certain time we do have safe harbor so we can say whatever we want on radio so just remember that that is actually accurate. I advise against that. Oh, don't worry about it, guys. Yeah, I think with my history, guys, I'll probably avoid that. But uh, that's a good point. The- you know, as long as Eric Chiafalo is not running the board, I guess maybe I have a chance <laughs> to, to survive. Man. All right, so Jared, yeah. you know, before we met, uh, th- we we all experienced that Rangers moment where it didn't go our way, and yep. and but you and me and Kevin, we met nights working nights together when you were doing the post game show and we were on the night show and. Things have kind of gone. I was like peak, peak A, A, you know what, peak D form for me. Yeah. Nah, I mean, you've grown. Uh, But the, the, uh, (laughs) like the, the whole, it's been a roller coaster as far as like this whole Rangers fan base being involved. And what have you, like, what's been the, the, this season specifically when you've been doing the posts and getting the phone calls, the interest level, how much has it like changed and grown for you? 
No, it's, I mean, it's guys. I, I said this, I've said this a number of times, uh, that there's nothing worse than apathy in sports. And, you know, the Cowboys never have to deal with that. Yeah. You know, and that's, but for other teams and other sports, sometimes you do. And, and there were obviously people who are ride or dies, uh, throughout, but I mean, there's, Baseball season's long, and when you're losing 100 games, it's tough to stay on that ride. And uh, so 2021 with a 100-loss season and 2023 with a 90-win season, I mean, it's been total opposite. And the engagement, the buy-in is awesome. And, you know, I, I learned this uh, I learned this a while ago. I, I don't hate on bandwagon fans. You shouldn't be ashamed. People got life. They got, you know, not everyone's going to be, a uh, you know, a super diehard fan, and that's okay. Um, I just love that there is – greater interest in the Rangers now than there there's been in a long time. Uh, and I love it for this fan base. And I think this season in a lot of ways, has been a microcosm of what it's meant to be a Rangers fan uh, short of, you know, getting that final win because it went from, uh, eh, you know, I don't know what to expect uh, to, Oh my gosh, are we good? Yes, we're really good. We've got this amazing opportunity to, Oh no, we're, you know, we're letting this slip away to, Oh, maybe we do have a chance. And, you know, now here this run has taken place and, you know, the Rangers uh, have uh, their one win away from glory. And I want to make this very clear, guys, because, you know, I can't I can't have a conversation without taking a shot at the Astros. The Astros won their first World Series 55 years into their existence. If the Rangers can win one of their next three games, mm. they will have won it 52 years in. So it's kind of like damn right with the, with the time trials, right? They started first and finished for but they you know like the rangers actually are going to end up with a quicker time and i am going to blast the crud out of that because astros fans need to know that once again houston is inferior to dfw but at least they can tweet things out good for them <laughs> yeah. have fun hey, not can, being can invested say, tonight can, can i just say one thing though in all seriousness yeah uh I, I i feel like i've shared the sentiment a few times and we had a really emotional caller last night to lead off extra innings and it was it was you know cool to hear his story and whatnot, but uh, this journey and and the potential one more win means different things to different people. You know, for some it's just a fun thing that you know they'll enjoy, but for others it might hit more emotionally because you know of of their passion and commitment to this team, or maybe there's a family member uh, who's no longer with them, you know, that introduced them to this, whatever it might be. Uh, I, I think being a sports fan is a really cool thing, and these moments just. They don't come around often, and I hope that people are enjoying the heck out of this ride. And, uh, you know, for Rangers fans listening, if, if the Rangers are able to get that one more win, uh, I, I really I, – I'm so happy for all of us, and I, I hope that you're able to experience this in ways that, you know, you had dreamt of experiencing it in 2011 and 2010 and, you know, what, what's been missing. But it, it's been so much fun sharing this roller coaster with Rangers fans and hearing their stories along the way and, uh, it's really cool to feel like you're a part of something. And I feel like all of us here at the station in connection with the fan base have felt that. And that's really, really special. And it makes it that much more enjoyable. Man, Jared, I, I want to say, I know there's still a lot of baseball to be played, but truly I am so very happy for all of the things you're experiencing out in Arizona. Yeah, man. Thanks guys. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun and it's, uh, uh it's been great being able to text with people and, and connect with people throughout this. And, uh, one more win, guys, whether it's here or back in Arlington, one more win, and this team is going to do something it's never done before, and that's uh, that's incredibly special. Watch this, Jared. We're out of time. Yes or no, Shohei Otani's a Texas Ranger next year. What? 
You're going to end on that? No. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. That's for, that's that's for next year, okay. Mike. Right. Oh, that is for later, all we're right? Late. We're late. Go to break. <laughs> Man, Mike's first hey, segment, guys. if they win tonight, it's going to be like, all right, how do they repeat? <laughs> all right, thanks, Jared. Pat Riley style. There he is. There you go, Jared Sandler. Hopefully... We will have a party starting this evening and going for a really long time. But, but yes, I was serious. If the Texas Rangers win the championship of the world tonight, the morning show guys said they'll be ready to roll at 4.30. So our All early, of them? Yeah. Uh, yeah, at least two of them. There you go. <laughs> at least two of them. That's a great point. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. It is an unusual day, so we're going to switch it up one more time. Coming up next... Around the NFC East, the Cowboys-Eagles hype has begun, but don't ignore how terrible the Giants are. We'll get to it next right here on The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 Through the Fan. I knew I know we usually do gridiron gravy right here. We're going to switch it up just a little bit. Still talk some football. If we can fire off cut number 32 and go around the NFC East today. Nine-yard loss, and the rookie punter, Ethan Evans, they drafted him from Wingate in the seventh round. Oh, they blocked the punt, and it's going to go through the back of the end zone. Sam Williams. Sam Williams blocked the punt. Now, always choose your own adventure here as we get ready for Cowboys-Eagles, which I know that hype level is low because of other events. Cowboys, Eagles, Giants, or Commanders? Where would you like to start? I guess we got to start at the top. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles, Kevin. So the Philadelphia Eagles, one thing that Jalen Hurts has really been excelling at is his passes of 10-plus yards in the air. Okay. You know, as he attempts to become a – or build off of last season – and continue to try to become a complete quarterback, which I'm sure is the goal for most all quarterbacks who aren't already there. Passes in the air, 10-plus yards. 
He's 11 of 14 for 207 yards and four touchdowns. He has a completion percentage 31% above expected completion percentage. Wow. So if we're talking about stretching out the field on some of these plays, Jalen Hurts has done an amazing job at that. Yeah. No, it, I think, you know, this league is a league now where being in the pocket really is not you don't want that because sure. defenses know how we to don't want that. Yeah, yeah defenses know how to tee it up and say go and and get the quarterback and Jalen Hurts moves around a lot he is not a pocket quarterback yeah and that's a good thing like that's Tom Brady wasn't really like he he navigated the pocket well but he also had really good protections in front of him that might be the last of the era of pocket quarterback but that's what I mean I think that you have a really talented dude over there that has the ability to move and be strong with it and be tough to take down. And then on top of that, now he's developing as a passer too, and they're trusting him more downfield. And not just for big wide open plays downfield, but for contested stuff. We talked earlier in the week about A.J. Brown, first player in NFL history to have 125-plus yards receiving in six straight games. He's also only the second Eagles player to have two-plus receiving touchdowns in multiple games against a single opponent in a single season. The other person to do it, Chris Carter against the Cowboys in 1989, where you'll famously remember they won one game. So this feels more impressive. And he had a fall guy. You gotta have a fall. That was guy. when he was a cocaine guy. What do you I did not oh, know yes. that about Chris Carter, actually. I didn't you know didn't? I didn't know that history of That's him. why he became kind of a Minnesota Viking. The yeah. Eagles got tired of it. They're right. just like, dude, you are doing way too much drugs and way too much of an issue. Interesting. I need to look into Should his have story gone on a more. cruise, right? What are you saying, Kevin? Like hey, Victor Cruz? Do you guys want to talk about the Cowboys? Are you giants? Are you oh, the commanders? Cocaine joke oh my gosh. He let us know I'm the truth. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. We here we were even moving <laughs> yeah, on from oh, it, I'm and on you're a like, "Hey, and he's like, let uh, me drop my just, cocaine addiction dry, uh, in there yeah. for you guys." Yeah. What What was your goal there? Because I mean, he you tend to not like these jokes, yeah. except you just revived the joke. Yeah, you brought it back. Here's the problem that I run into both on air and in real life. He even went to a store and got an Alaska hoodie yeah, just to like show there. it off. What of store it just is that at? Is, cocaine. The Alaska hoodie store. Is yeah. Sometimes I just see the joke and I want to make the joke regardless of the consequences of said joke. That That's a problem in both my radio and personal life. All right, you ready for Cowboys? Yes. Or do you want They're to talk about second. the Giants? They're in second. There's some fun stuff on the Giants. All right. Dallas Cowboys. Dak Prescott. Four passing touchdowns this weekend. It's his eighth career game with four passing touchdowns. Tied with Danny White for second most in team history. What a champion. But Dak Prescott also now has seven career games with four touchdown passes or more and 300-plus yards in the same game. That is the most in team history. Let's talk about Brandon Aubrey. Can I say something yeah. real quick about Dak before we go? Do you want to point out your article from a few years ago when you said he had all the records and people got mad? Yeah, I said I said before if he stays healthy for ten years, he'll have all the records in the mm-hmm. Cowboys record book. Now he hasn't stayed healthy for ten years, but he's probably going to be here for the next ten years. He's going to own Thanks. all the records in the Cowboys record books, except for until he does it. Super Bowl record, which is Troy's. I mean, he's got three, and that's 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 really ultimately here what what stands. You know, hopefully they can do that. That's the big hope. But 
That, that Yeah, when I mentioned that long, long ago, Kevin, people were losing their minds because they love Tony Romo so much. And yet, here we are. Brandon Aubrey has now tied a player who I do not believe I'd ever heard of in my entire life, Travis Coons, who, who kicked field goals in 2015. That's not that long ago. I don't remember this human being at all. He also started his career 18 for 18. So Brandon Aubrey. And he's not kicking anymore. Uh, yeah, that's. Yeah. 2015. He's a rookie. Yeah. 2023. You, you would think around. that guy would have like a 10-year career. I would think that. And I'm going to look him up because I swear, I don't know who that is. Is Brandon Aubrey has started his career 18 for 18. Tied for the most consecutive made field goals Ever will he ever miss? Will he ever miss in his career? That's the question. I'm gonna say yes because I predicted this. I predicted to my buddy that after he missed the extra point, that he wouldn't miss one for the rest of the season. True. And so far, he has kept me going. Like this is what's keeping me alive right now. Not your heart or anything. Yeah, I want. Oh, you to Rangers stay baseball alive. is keeping me alive right now too. Yeah. Okay. Still things. not your heart. What, what happens if it ends tonight? Oh man, he was out. It of won't tonight. He was out of the NFL two years after that. He just predicted a loss. Oh, no. It sounded like No, that. I thought you were talking about Aubrey's streak, Mike. Hold on. <laughs> I really I'm going to put you to the test right here and right now. The only way for Corey to live is for the Rangers to lose the next three games. Oh, oh my God. goodness. Do you, do you make that deal? Let me ask Corey first. <laughs> oh, no. Corey, what? will you be okay dying if the Rangers win the championship? After I get to see him win it? Yeah. You'll he, die after that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm fine with it. Then it sounds like I got to go with what Corey wants. <laughs> You're respecting his I mean, I don't That's want a heady it. play, by the way. respecting his dying yeah, wish. That's why you signed the papers. On. So I, like, my wife is like, I need to be in control of your life if you're on life support. And so I just what asked happened? Corey, and it's not, I don't make that diagnosis. Corey told me, pull the plug after it happens. Yeah, yeah. I think saying it on radio makes it a legal last will and testament. And it's not like. It's yep. not like Mike's walking up with a, you know, and saying, "Hey, I got to take you down now." You know, like this is just a, a way that I would go. But he would, if needed be. I feel like. Hold on, let me tell you about the Giants real quick because this is truly incredible about how terrible the Giants are. The Giants and Jets had 15 punts in the first half of their game this past weekend. That was the most since the NFL started collecting that data in 1991. And I know what you're thinking. That will be the saddest punt-based story I hear from that game. Think again. There was more punts in that game than there were points scored. <laughs> Those two teams in a game that went to overtime How? scored 23 points. There were 24 punts in that one game. That's amazing. And, you know, the Commanders kicked a 61-yard field goal, so good for them. Nobody cares. <laughs> We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, Texas Rangers thank you notes. There are a lot to go around from last night. Who gets yours? 877-881-1053. We'll do that next right here on The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.